Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Viewpoints Network. My name is Jonathan Ramirez, and with me I have fellow Viewpoints reporter Tim Nacy here to discuss a recent green light to reopen elementary schools in Riverside County. We'll be also providing you with some community reactions to the reopening. But first, here's a recap of our back-to-school issue brought to you by Tim. In this issue of Viewpoints, you'll find an editorial written by the Viewpoints Editorial Board bringing to light the devastating story of Ernie Teddy Serrano, a 33-year-old man who was tased and beaten with batons by Riverside County Sheriff's deputies before passing away about six minutes later on December 15th. Also in the news this issue, managing editor Leo Cabral wrote that the subject of reopening institutions of higher learning is still a bit of a question mark. As of last month, the Riverside Community College District Safe Return Task Force reconvened to revise their safe return plan. Although the district has announced that it plans to reopen its campuses in the fall, the exact details of the return to in-person instruction are still unknown. Finally, our cover story for this latest issue, Life Editor Alyssa Eldrete speaks with legendary comedian Cheech Marin about Riverside's upcoming Chicano Art Museum. The 74-year-old actor has been an art enthusiast for most of his life and has amassed 700 beautiful pieces from Chicano artists, the biggest collection of its kind in the world. The museum, dubbed the Cheech, is set to be housed at the old library on Mission Inn Avenue once all the proper renovations have been done. The opening date is undetermined, but they are aiming for a fall opening. You can read all this and more in depth on the Viewpoints website, but for now, we will focus on the main report. 33 elementary schools across the Corona Norco Unified School District heard the bells ring for the first time in about a year. All the schools have reopened with varying COVID-19 safety modifications. Before the schools reopen, I asked Shadia Shalabi, who's a parent of the student from Harad Elementary School, about how she felt about the reopenings. And she said, I'm glad the schools are reopening. They should have reopened back in November. The threshold at the time was below the 25 that they needed for the schools to reopen. I think they are doing a great job and they are going above and beyond to make sure parents are at ease with their safety protocols. What she means by that is that the future of reopening anything and everything will fall under the blueprint for a safer economy, which acts as our state guidelines for tightening and loosening the COVID-19 restrictions in individual counties. The blueprint designates a color-coded tier system based on the population's positivity rate. The tiers work as follows. The yellow corresponds to a minimal risk level, orange corresponds to a moderate risk level, red is substantial, and purple is widespread. According to state guidelines, most of California's counties have been consistently staying in the most restrictive purple tier since October, which keeps gyms, schools, and most non-essential indoor establishments closed in an attempt to better control the spread of the virus. However, on February 23rd, the Riverside University Health System reported that the adjusted daily coronavirus cases dropped below the 25 to 16.6 infections per 100,000 residents. Dropping below the infection rate threshold of 25, this report immediately put four districts on a fast track to approval for the reopening of transitional K-6 through grade schools. The Palo Verde, Desert Sands, Murrieta Valley, and Corona Norco Unified School Districts have all been approved. Each district has already sent out a slew of emails to staff and parents with return dates. Edwin Gomez, the Riverside County Superintendent of Schools, was sent a letter February 20th from a coalition of 16 unions in the Inland Empire that warned against reopening too soon. In an email, I asked Gomez if he felt any concern about the reopening pace, and he said, Ensuring the health and safety of all students and educators has been an essential focus of all schools, even before the coronavirus pandemic. 
In order for learning to take place, students must feel safe. In order for teaching to take place, educators must feel safe. As schools consider reopening their campuses, states and local guidelines are ensuring their proper safety measures are being taken. Gomez believes that the precautions being taken by the school's administrators across the four counties can keep students and staff safe from the virus. He said, educational leaders have been collaborating very closely with Riverside University Health System's public health, the public health experts who are tasked with protecting the community and minimizing the spread of the virus. For the last year, school leaders have been in constant communication with public health leaders to continue safely serving students while identifying a pathway to reopening schools. We will be paying close attention to the reopening of education in the Inland Empire. But for now, this has been Jonathan Ramirez and Tim Nacy from the Viewpoints Network. Tune in next time for more local coverage.